marketing. Drunk marketing. Drunk marketing. Drunk marketing. Your taillight or skylight above you. It's the way you cling to the road when the wind tries to shove you. I'll never go driving away and leave back home without you. Do, 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 Anyway, that was fun. So, how's your, how's your Friday going? My Friday is going it's going well because it's friday and i can't remember if we talked about this or not maybe we did maybe we didn't um but we discussed um did we talk about the christmas movies and my love for them and how christmas i don't think on the, is coming i don't think out? on the podcast no oh. well i love all the hallmark and now netflix Christmas movies. I like Netflix ones better because there's a little bit more diversity. Yeah, somebody. We talked, yeah, we did talk about that. I don't think on the podcast though. So. Yeah, did you see there was like somebody tweeted a screenshot of like all of the Hallmark or whatever movies that are available? And it was just like white couples celebrating Christ- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. So fortunately, um, Netflix has diversified a little bit on their Christmas movies. But honestly, I don't. I don't even care who it is. I, I just. I just <laughs> like them. I like all of the movies, and excited. I like that there's a little bit more diversity in them now. Um, some realistic people. By the way, it made me actually think about another thing, um, which I was pretty pumped to see. I always get excited when brands, because um, I'm super into equality. It's a kind of passionate thing I feel very strongly about. Um, so I wanted to get back to that. I'm like totally going off topic. But either way, today we're recording on a Friday today because... We are doing one of our double up weeks of recording and tonight I want to get this over with as much as I love this topic because Christmas Prince 2, The Royal Engagement came out today. Yeah, so Chelsea's dying to see this movie. Right. I had to work. I made my dad watch it when I was in home in Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving. The first one. The yeah. first one. I made you watch it. Yep. Uh, I have my Sue, my best friend who lives in Houston... I've talked to her into watching it. Several co-workers I've talked into watching it at this point. <laughs> like, I'm like not sure that I'm letting people down with this movie. Because last year was like a phenomenon. It was like almost like funny. It was like cheesy enough that people were making fun of it. But then people were like low-key also loving it. Yeah, it's like Sharknado. Yeah, but better. <laughs> so anyway, the second Probably one Probably actually today, better, yeah. Were, but it was enough that they talked about it on NPR this morning where... Like I said, there was a Rachel Martin, whoever, like, joked around about, like, she hadn't seen the first one, and she kind of made this, like, joke about how... It's like, like, you can't do a report on it, the second one coming out, if you haven't seen the first well, one. And she Come was on, like, Rachel. But the thing was, is she was like, yeah, you know, how, how hard is it going to be to pick up in the plot line? And she was like, well, the first ten minutes, I just was confused trying to figure out, like, get my head wrapped around the characters, and, like, I really <laughs> should have watched the first one. Like, so she spent the first ten minutes, like, wishing she'd actually watched watch the first, the first. one. Yeah. And then she was like, the second ten minutes I spent kind of, like, making fun of it, like... She was like, and then after that, I was just like all in. I'm like, will they? Won't they? Is this wedding going to happen? Oh my like, God. are they going to do this? Spoilers. 
Well, I mean, it's called like the royal wedding. Or well, something. I knew they were. Yeah, in the first one, they were engaged. And it picks up. So. I guess it picks off right where they left off. Like, oh shit. I mean, I don't know if it picks up like right on the street where they're yeah. standing there, like yeah, at, at the first one, but with the aerial. I kind of like that. With like the I aerial. I kind of like shot. that. Yeah, where the drones spinning around. <laughs> yeah, and it goes like, up, like pans up, and like next thing you know, they're back in Moldova or whatever the hell they are. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited about watching that, and I love Christmas. We talked about. I think we talked about me loving Christmas, probably last time. <laughs> Kyle, For clarification, Chelsea loves Christmas. Kyle, tell us or not if we talked about me loving Christmas or not. We know there's a Best Buy commercial, which I'm super into right now. I've noticed about um, there's like a woman and she's talking to the guy at Best Buy. And she's like, I got a long list of stuff. She's like, what do I get my niece? Like super into gaming or whatever. And the guy's like, oh yeah, I get the Nintendo Switch. Like, they can game wherever they want, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, what do I get my brother or my nephew or whatever, my brother? And she's like, oh, you got to get him a drone. Like, all the dudes want a drone right now. And then, so you're kind of like, all right, stereotypical gifts, whatever. And it's like, what about my nephew? And he's like, oh, you like definitely get him. And like, he's into, like, sports or whatever. He's like, yeah, get him this Nerf gun, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, all right. And what about my wife? Mm, nice. Yeah, and the guy's like, she's like, you know, she cooks, whatever, blah, 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 and she's like, she needs a Google Home. I was like, Best Buy, coming in yeah. with the wife at the end of the commercial because you're yeah. vested. You're like, at first you're kind of like, all right, stereotypical, like, what do I get my niece? What do I get my brother? What do I get my whatever? And then all of a sudden it's like, what do I get my wife? And then yep. I'm just like, thank you, Best Buy. Yeah, for... they dropped it. They dropped it like it's hot. Mm-hmm. But no, that's so cool. I'm that's glad my that. political statement on yeah, equality that. for good job Best Buy. Because yeah. I'm sure there are people right now that are pissed about that commercial that are like, ban Best Buy for Christmas and shopping because they have a wife. Like, I just can't get behind that. Yep. It still happens, though. Here we are in 2018 where people still get sad that women have wives. Yep. And men have husbands. Well... Can't I, solve, I can't solve that problem tonight. No, so. I, don't, I don't even know how to segue <laughs> at this point. But. I know. So, um. I guess to, so I guess we can start. I read this article, and I know that we both like really love SparkToro, and we both use it. I shared SparkToro with my coworkers today. I thought for sure, like, because the two people I've been talking to about it were super pumped. They were like, yes, yeah, it's a great, like, roundup, like, industry articles. Like, both of them, like, I'd send it on different days. But the one I, the person who I sent it shared it with specifically today, he was like, "Yeah, I haven't seen either of these like topics that are out. Like, this is kind of cool." So I had said to him, "I was like, yeah, I'm always hesitant here at this new job to share these types of like tools or things that I like have looked at like either in my previous job or just in life because I don't want to like nobody wants to come into their new job like." Learn this, motherfuckers. No, just like, well, this is a tool that I use. Or like, in my old job, we always did this. Because that's really not what it was. It's just like, I think it's a super cool feature. And it's kind of where I get my news headlines. For For marketing. Yeah, Yeah. for marketing. And I like it. So I was a little bummed by like the lack of excitement about it. They'll catch on. Maybe it was just a bad time. Yeah, I was hoping maybe like a couple people just, they clicked on it and they were hoping to get to it and maybe later they'll be like, right. hey, that was awesome. I don't need like It's a Friday, you know, you know, last day of the month, people are trying to get in there, get in their work. So. It was a busy day today for sure, but anyway, so one of the articles that came out today was this like, it was on uh, 
portal something or other? Portent. Um, you can write H1s and meta descriptions. It'll actually show you what's going to look like in the snippet. So you mm-hmm. can play around with character count mm-hmm. and try to go a little bit above or below, like whatever the Google, like. Oh, that's a feature of, they have on their, yeah. on their, like a tool Yeah, you can the Portent SEO, yeah. Um, so, but it was their blog. And it was like 49 things you should be doing, like. For SEO or marketing. No, or, yeah, it was like... I can't remember the title. It was like the basics, like once you're past the basics, and then like advanced. Yeah. Of like... And basic, like, intermediate, and And the other two categories that weren't basics were like, you think you're too good for the basics? Go back. Go back and go, back and go do all the basics. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good... Like, it was a good article. It was well-written. It was like some funny like... Oh, I liked it. Yeah, I liked the voice a lot. Yeah. That's fun. Said that. So in that, like I sent you that article this morning, and then we talked about it a minute of like maybe talking about it on the podcast and then you were like well what if we kind of do our own um i'll let you talk about it because it was your idea well yeah i just thought instead of <laughs> instead of like pimping someone's article the whole time which was a great article and we're pimping yeah. it now and someday let's when we do have our a, own when we have a website where we share yeah. the resources i'd love to have a website we... and write write my own marketing blogs but anyway i uh was like well why don't we create our own content around this and what advice would we give to beginners um intermediate and advanced marketers um, so we each came up with our own, like one piece of advice. So it's not going to be overbearing or anything like that, um, for each of these three categories. And we haven't told each other what their, what our advice is. So they could be completely different. They could be exactly the same, or they could be somewhere in between, um, which I think makes it a little bit fun. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the topic for this week. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I gave it a little bit of thought, um, earlier today and, and kind of wrote down and I kind of picked like a theme, a, li- a little bit of a theme, um, like as like a through line through through all three so i'll try to kind of tie mine back together a little bit at the end and, and um mine are just going to be all over the place because <laughs> that's what i do and that's fine yeah um, it is fine no not necessarily I, all over the place just a little bit like a little bit willy-nilly um cool. but i want to do can we like both do our basic both do our intermediate? yeah yeah so we'll, we'll each start with our base yeah so i want to start with a i won't necessarily start mine first but i want to start with a caveat that i struggled between my basic and my intermediate because i felt like i could have switched them so i tried to write them in a way of let's take an even bigger caveat and say that all of these pieces are advice for any level of marketers and they're probably going to be good advice no matter what level you're at absolutely we just picked we just put them in a category so we thought maybe this is the best advice for an intermediate marketer or something like that right and the internet gives a lot of tools on how to do things so even if it's something that i say in the basic and you're like well fuck i don't know how to do that there are tools out there to learn how to do them um at least some of the ones i wrote down so all right and i can maybe share maybe I'll, i'll talk about some of those tools can i go first sure all right. Connor, go first. <laughs> All right. So for beginners, I wrote down, always keep business goals in mind. Um, you might have a really creative idea, but you really have to make sure that it actually helps accomplish your business goals. So whether that's, you know, building your brand, whether that's getting leads, whether that's, you know, X, Y, or Z, if you can be creative, you can be the best writer ever. You're coming out of college and, you know, you're an amazing graphic designer and you're like, I can do this awesome art. Like, and but you really have to make sure like, does this art style fit with our brand? Does it, this video or motion graphics piece I'm making, does it actually help us accomplish this business goal? Because you can have all the tools to make all that stuff, but when you're not thinking strategically 
about what the business actually needs and how your talents can kind of fit in, then you're probably going to end up failing a couple times before you before you succeed. Yeah. I'm really mad that I, that I didn't make my first bullet point strategy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of did, I guess. Yeah. Which you, yeah, but that's like that's I feel like that's my go-to like when I talk to like yeah, if that's, I that's any always meeting your, that's or always your first like, point. If I haven't done, it's always like strategy like you need to sit back and like come up with your game plan your strategy and know what you're going to do at least for the next you know like carve it out for a year and then break it down chunk it jesus i i brought up all these things i said them i'm really disappointed but i'm not mad about my first one i feel like i maybe just got a little bit into the weeds on mine wasn't necessarily overarching like oh I, I yeah think, so you want more specific and that's yeah fine. i think yeah. i'm like deep into my job right now so <laughs> that's fair and so, I, and on top of that too, is if all beginners just listen and learn. I mean, you know, because there's smart people around you, and they're going to be willing to give you in any job you're at. They're going to be willing to help you connect your skills with those greater business goals. So it's not something that you're going to have to be able to do on your own. There's going to be people there to help you to say, "Hey, yeah, that's a great idea, but how does it actually fit into what our goal is?" And then if you can prove yourself or if not then maybe they can say like okay let's change it a little bit and, and try this out and it's all learning moments that are going to make you better right. um down the road and i would piggyback on your comment in which is always my favorite advice to give anybody starting out in really any industry it doesn't necessarily have to be marketing is don't be afraid to say you don't know the answer yeah i've said this on multiple podcasts multiple times like it's one of my favorite things to say I had a phone call about it like just yesterday or two days ago and I'm starting to kind of dig into Google optimize a little bit Mm -hmm. it's something that I haven't ever used before um I watched some videos I read some articles I'm like no maybe moderately intermediate level at best (laughs) um but somebody asked me about something and I was like sounds like it's doable but I can't necessarily I was like honestly I don't know whether or not it is it sounds like should be something that we could do. Might be something that might involve a little bit of front end development that is beyond my wheelhouse. But I'm happy to play around with it and see what we can do. So I was pumped. Like to, I, I just get excited, and I think that when I talk to clients and I say that, and then within 24 hours get them an answer to what yeah, the yeah. question was. That, that's, that's yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. To at follow all. up and say like, yeah. hey, remember that thing we talked about yesterday? I didn't know the answer, but I asked some of the experts around the office and I got the answer and here it is, mm-hmm. which that just actually happened and I didn't get the answer yet. So. Nice. So, you, so see, in this case, you kind of felt like a beginner, even though you're probably more advanced. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. Like all of this advice can work for, for whatever, for whatever level you're at. So. Yeah. But as you're, as you're a beginner and you're starting to learn things and you don't know the answer, don't just be asked your way through it to make yourself sound like smarter right. than you are. Like Connor said, ask questions, say, hey, I never, I've never heard of that before. Tell me more about it. Right. Or pretend, you know, fake it and then go home and read 15 articles about it and watch and come 20 back, videos. And come back even smarter. <laughs> right. That's what I do. There no, you I go. Say, I say I don't know. Yeah. So what's your, what's your beginner advice? So mine's more, I guess, like technical, which I, I looked at mine more from a like, so you have a website already kind of thing. You already have your deal going on. Uh-huh. Um, so mine is make sure you have Google Analytics on your website. Oh, yeah. That's great advice. Um, because you can't make any informed decisions without data. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the data and make sure. Yeah. Because that's how you know 
what's working. So if you're paying for advertising, you're paying someone to do search engine optimization and the advertising is really crapping out, but the SEO is doing great and you can see all of that and, and you can analytics. Get, and that's, that's not, and you know, a, a knock on advertising or a yay to SEO. It just was a No. And you can, and it's something like if you don't know a lot about it, there are just, you know, Google themselves, they have a great a free program where you can get um, Google Analytics certified and we, Top you um, off. Yep. Yeah. And you can go online, you can watch series of videos, you can take quizzes um, and, and become an expert. So even if you're not an expert, become one because there's nothing. The, I love talking to clients who look at their data. And so oh, I look like, at hey, my data all day. Like, like at, I, least, at least 10 times a day, I'm opening Google Analytics and seeing if we had any more goal completions. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I really like talking to clients on the phone that like they understand the data. I don't like talking to clients on the phone who don't understand the data and then ask questions <laughs> that don't make sense about it. But I've had like two experiences recently where I've talked to clients about their GA data and you can tell that they care and they understand it enough to ask important questions. But before you can, you know, refine your strategy or make further decisions about what you want to do with your business, where you want to spend your money, whether it's on advertising or if it's doing SEO or any, you know, an email marketing campaign, whatever it might be. And you have Google analytics on your site, then you're able to measure all that stuff stuff. It's free to do. It's free to put on your site. It's more or less if you have other, if you have WordPress site or Shopify or pretty much every basic platform on the market. Yeah, any CMS, it's it's copy and paste and and there it is. Yeah, (laughs) you don't have, yeah, you just have to copy and paste the analytics, you know, set up your account and put that, they say like, I don't think they even let you go any further in analytics. They're like, take this code and copy and paste it into this. You need and, to do this now. Yeah, and then, and if you don't, it's like learn more. They Google Analytics literally has a link that says yeah, all like, their support go learn are great. how to do this right here. Um, mm-hmm. So do it. I mean, it's make smart decisions. Look at your data. Start to notice patterns and trends because that's where your smart decisions are going to come from, and you're going to be able to make informed decisions, database, data driven decisions, which are the best kind of decisions. Yes, yeah, definitely. Because you always want to make sure, especially in an age when you can measure all this stuff, you need to take advantage of that and then put your dollars and your your effort where it actually counts. Because if you're doing something and it looks great, like I said, but that's how you kind of tie it back to what are my business goals and how do we accomplish them? Okay, we did this really great thing and you're talented at it, but it didn't work. Yeah. So what went wrong? And then you can kind of use the data and try and figure that figure that stuff out from there. I had a call with, a, I think it was like a plumbing supply company. I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about, um, we talked about like Black Friday, Cyber Monday type things. And so like, do you guys have, like, do you notice an uptick? And they were like, no, we don't, we don't see that. But we actually looked at their analytics and they had a spike. Like, really? Yeah. That's funny. It wasn't a huge spike, but they had... Did they do deals? No, they didn't even do deals. No, they just <laughs> had an, a spike. Like, as an e-commerce site, I think yeah, like, just, yeah, it's just naturally, like, people are in that mindset of shopping. Mm-hmm. And it could, no, like, coincide yeah, with the fair. end of the year. Like, people are in the office. Like, there's not a lot of people around. Sometimes there's, like, oh, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do my purchase. Like, purchasing agents are, like, maybe going to make their purchases or... Sure. I don't know, like maybe people have budgets to spend at the end of the year and they're like, hey, let's buy some extra We have a surplus. Yeah, we need more (laughs) U-Bends. Buy all the U-Bends. Copiers Um, or office chairs. No, but I mean, it's but that's funny because then I just, one of those instances where the client kind of like, you know. They didn't know. Yeah, They think they know. They're like, yeah, we don't have that. Or like, 
they'll say like, yeah, this is our slow season, but yeah, without data, out. that's more like a gut reaction or just something as your business, you know, sure. when you're making, re- having revenue and ha- having revenue <laughs> anyway. Yep. So that's my basic. No, I like that. I think that's a really great one. So my intermediate is seek out opportunities. And this is something that I did all the time at the Karcher Group was to like just grow or like if there's any new opportunity. And it ended up biting me in the ass a thousand times because I had my plate way too full. But I was always seeking out new opportunities, whether that's to lead a project, uh, contribute where I normally wouldn't, like, you know, answer some questions or do some research on something and like present what I found. Um create jobs for yourself um, within your within the current gig, which I know you did at Metler Toledo. Mm-hmm. I did um, in becoming a content writer at the Karcher Group. Um, and then even, and this is, you know, I'm not telling everyone to leave their job, but even listen to new job opportunities because there's stuff out there. And if you're not able to seek out these new opportunities at, at your current place, you've been there a couple years and you just feel like there's not a lot of growth. There's nothing wrong with seeing else seeing, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with seeing what else is out there. No. And it's definitely an industry where, you know, if people bounce around every two to three years, it's not uncommon or unheard of. And it's kind of, you're not doing, you're not doing yourself, you're not doing the company a disservice, but you're doing yourself a disservice by by staying in a place where you might be stagnant. So always as like this, the intermediate marketer, you kind of got your feet under you. Keep trying to grow, keep trying to learn and seek out those new opportunities where we can continue to grow your skill set, whether it's trying to manage things or growing your skill set from like a technical marketing perspective. Right. Or find, seeking out um, learning opportunities. Like you just went to that conference and rally. Right. Or, exactly. You know, just go online, you know, pay a couple bucks and get a treehouse account. I say a couple bucks. I have absolutely no idea how much treehouse accounts are. But like, say you like a lot of libraries, like our, our local library here in North Canton, they have a Linda subscription. Oh, nice. So if you go to. Yeah, so you can learn Photoshop. Yeah, you can learn Photoshop. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like libraries have a ton of resources. Like it's kind of sucks. You think about like, oh, I gotta go to the library and sit there for how many hours and try to learn something. And you only have sometimes like only some libraries have 30 minute caps on their computers if you have to use them but right um you know find out maybe there's a way with your library card you can log in remotely i don't know i've never tried to to use the linda no um, yeah but yeah find out find out what the resources are and and kind of dive in i know at my last job we there's a real big focus on seo like towards about a, a year before I left and, you know, we're like, we're not good enough at it and blah, blah, blah. And I just happened to know, like always reading Moz articles and we use Moz local. And I was like, we can get a Moz pro account free trial for a month. I was like, I'm just going to do that like on my own and then kind of test case it and see, um, what my teams. So Chelsea and Jeff Palmer, who is my other team lead. I was on two teams I already stretched then. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was like, I'm just going to do this and put like, a couple I'm stressed since so why not pick up another right. side gig? But that's just, yeah, that's just was my mentality. So I, you know, I put some clients into Moz and, and we all looked at it and I, I think me, Jeff Palmer and, and Kyle, who, who listens to this podcast all the time, ended up in Dave, our boss's office at the end of it and was like, look, we need this. Here's why we need this. Here's the cost associated with it. Here's what we think we're going to get out of it, and we ended up getting Moz for the whole for the whole company. I know you use Ahrefs, which is a very similar tool. Mm-hmm. Um, your new agency, so it wasn't. It was kind of weird that we didn't have something like that, and I just kind of took it upon myself. I was like, "Listen, I know we're hurting in SEO right now, or I feel like we are, and like I'm just going to take control of this and just test this tool and see what we can do." Because I, I had a gut feeling that it was going to be. 
it was going to be good. And it really, it worked out um, for me because I looked like I was smart. It worked out for our clients and our agency because we started producing um, better results and doing some more just smarter work, really working smarter, not harder using, using a tool like that. So that's just one, one instance, um, that I did. Um, but I know you at Metler Toledo kind of were like, Hey, I want to do this. And this is my new position now. (laughs) Yeah, I knew, I, I definitely knew my path of where I wanted to end up in the company. And I was pretty much just doing everything I could in my power to get there eventually. And I did. So good for me. me. No, (laughs) good for the awesome bosses and company that I worked for at the time that was just super into personal growth. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, that's the other thing. If, if those personal growth opportunities aren't there, like if you get in trouble for trying to do something new, like that's, I'll just say it, maybe it's not the right place for you because you have to think about yourself. Right. It's, I actually am really liking, um, outer box because when you, if you notice a process is, maybe not perfect or you've got a more streamlined way of doing something and you go to the executive leadership team there who they meet on a fairly regular basis so you can pretty much take anything to the executive leadership team but we've got some like google hangouts with like you know yeah, just pop it, in there. put it yeah. in the chat and say, hey, I think we can do this better. Yeah, like, and they're like, sure, let's try it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see it happening like, you know, at least once a week while you're right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crack my knuckle somebody, as well. Somebody brings something up or like somebody asked a question. And sometimes it's, well, just, it's just simple. It's, it's like nice to feel heard. Asking you know? a question yeah. like, hey, what's this process? And someone's like, oh, this is it. And they're like, why don't we try this? And like everyone's super into um ideas and learning from other people and I think one of the things that they said in the interview which I I think I remember really appreciating was like the only way you're going to get better is to accept that you need to hire people who are smarter than you right continuously because if you want to be like the smartest person at your company for the and rest say, of your life, you're never going to do well because Yeah, exactly, cuz you can't focus on all that yeah. at the same time. And I was like that's like and I'll also say, building on that point, you have to pay them as much as they're actually worth. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, like, if you want to hire people smarter than you, you're going to have to pay them like you're smarter than you. And sometimes, if especially if you're in a growing company, it means taking a risk and paying them more than what you make um, for the time being because they're, they're worth it and they're going to grow your, they're going to grow your business. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's, yeah, there's a lot of examples. That was one of the that. things that. No, at Internet Summit, a couple people talked about like hiring the best people. Both Scott Dickers and Seth Godin both talked about paying someone more than what you make because they're worth it, and then it grows the business, and you can then. Uh, you say more than what I make, but I'm assuming you, you make the collective <laughs> you, but probably still more than what I make. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as like the hiring person or like so I'm the manager of the marketing department, and I'm like, man, we really need this person. They're going to grow our business, but they want more than my salary. Sometimes it's worth it if yeah. you can. If it, and then it all works out in the end. So because right, you know business growth is going to be positive for you at the end of the right, day. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So so my intermediate again, I'm still kind of going down the line of like I have a website. What do I do next? <laughs> um, I went with uh, just basic search engine optimization techniques. So looking at sorry, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, no, no. I had an itch in my nose. Oh. <laughs> um, so we kind of already talked about it, but. You know, look at your SEO tags. Again, learn a little bit and try to understand. And if you don't know and understand that much, find someone who does 
and fix it. Um, but there are tons of articles up out there, whether it's on Google or infinite, otherwise. Infinite SEO articles out there. <laughs> or that, like the the place where we read the blog, Portent, which, which I said they like, you can write a page title, a meta description. You can use a put some keywords in there, um, and it kind of helps you prioritize like the order of what you should put them in. Um, but that's kind of like my basic point. My basic points was to understand um, SEO a little bit. And make sure that your website is meeting the base minimum requirements of search engine optimization. So, um, and even get your get your local listing sorted out. Get everything like name, address, um, phone number. Make sure yeah. all that's consistent. And I made it an intermediate one because, I, like I said, that was almost going to be my basic. My basic line was going to be like the at, SEO. At ba- yeah, at SEO base, stuff. like yeah. make sure your page titles. And your meta descriptions and your key, you've identified pop, keywords. It's populated and, yeah. they're, you know, they're written in a way that makes sense. Again, like, <laughs> especially like WordPress, they kind of like, they make it easy for you. You put in a target keyword and you write like, your page Yeah, your the, Yoast, the Yoast SEO plugin. Yeah, yeah, and they'll give you like the red light or the green light or the yellow light and let you know which one is. <laughs> Did you see that? Like- it's not the best. Like, honestly, there's like tons of articles that talk about like how you need to like not rest your laurels on like whether or not. The WordPress Yoast Yoast is like a, I don't even put you. I don't even put focus keywords in because it stresses me out. Um, there's a, the guy who worked at Yoast tweeted something like, "And I've touched over 32 percent of websites on, on the web or something." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> calm but, down." But yeah, no, it's that stuff is very important and getting just making sure that like and we talk about keywords and in like a lot of people like to talk about it like it's some like mystic thing and you need no. to do all this research like. Just think about what you sell and what people call it, and those are your keywords. Right. Like, like if you try have, to avoid your you internal else, jargon yeah. and look at. <laughs> like again. we sell dog toys. Okay, make sure this page and the title says dog toys in right. it. And like, if you sell them online, <laughs> think about using words like buy. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's it's not rocket, shop for. It, yeah, it's not rocket science at all. I mean, it's 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 not, and it's but it's something you have to think about a little bit, and it's right. it feels a little behind the scenesy. So yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, but I said do, like do some research on actual keywords like think about them look at your landing pages and make sure that why someone is like the purpose of that landing page the words that you want someone to search for to find your landing page are both on the page in the page title yeah and everything um yeah and then you know i even said like understanding kind of like the long term things like you know i don't want you to have to think too much about it but think about like uh, you don't voice want... <laughs> not you but like voice search and long tail keywords and i don't want to go too that's crazy. advanced we're getting advanced we're we getting advanced i don't know <laughs> i was thinking more in the line of ai and and voice search because i do think that that's something that we need to think about and things like near me which i think is still you talked about claiming your local listings i wrote um, i wrote a good blog post on on artificial intelligence and the impact it's on uh, tkg.com, something about artificial intelligence. I do remember that but one. I thought that was, I did a lot of research for that one. It was like my uh, Casablanca of SEO blog posts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I left right after that one. Like, I, I don't even think, I think you were gone before we even published it. No, actually, I published that one because I wrote it in the admin. And then the one I was gone before we published was the different types of content. Oh, the five types of content. Yep. Yeah. That was fun too. I like that one. Um, that was a good one. But yeah, so my, no, I think SEO and learning SEO basics is perfect for for intermediate because even if you're not a search marketer or even a digital marketer, I think learning those 
those techniques and those things um, because that's that's something that can go into writing like a press release, like making sure you're talking about your business and the keywords in the right way or even on a billboard or something like that. So it's not like foreign to people when they see your billboard and you're like, what so the hell is that? Do you want to hear something crazy? Sure. So every day I get off at um, Route 8. I get off at whatever street I get off at. and Exchange. Well, it's not exchange because that's no. not an exit, but I do turn on to exchange. Which, oh, okay. So I get off of Route the 8. The Luigi's exit. I get off of Route 8. I think it's like Carol or something, Goodkirk. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar. And I turn, I make a right at the bridge, and then I make a right again, like I'm just about to get back on Route 8 to head south, but that's where I head, I don't get back on Route 8. You I stay go on down, that, yep. like I, head, I, I stay right by like the Akron fraternity houses. And I make a right onto exchange. Nice. So there are going to be people day drinking in the spring. You can just pop over there and hang out. So there's a homeless man right on the corner. Oh, with the cardboard sign. He's got a whole setup. He's got like a tarp roof and he's got a lawn chair. And I had these bottles of water in the car today. And I kind of thought about like offering him a bottle of water. But then I was like, does he want the bottle of water? Is it something extra to carry around? And I was like, but he's got this whole tarp system. So I would assume that a bottle of water. But like, if anything, like... I, I struggle with that because I don't necessarily, I don't know, I don't want to get deep into that one, but. So what's the billboard that you see when you. The billboard. So yeah. <laughs> How'd you know it was a billboard? Because I said billboard and you're like, oh, I got a story. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> talked about like, you know, we talk about billboard advertising and like, does it work? It's not measurable, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I pass this, what they pass this billboard every day and it's about this Christmas, like, as we know, I love Christmas, um, but it's like the Santa, like Mr. Kringle's warehouse or something and it looks like from what i got from looking at the billboard that maybe it's like somehow like linked through the inventors hall of fame oh but i went to their website and i had i saw like i'm at the red light so i was like right there next to the billboard and it's got the website on it so i put the web url in and i was trying to like read about it and again i was at a red light so i didn't have like a ton of time and then by the time the light turned and then I was like driving and I hit another red light and it got to it. I didn't get like that much information and I have intentions of going back to it. But my point is that I looked at a billboard and I went to the website. They specifically would not have known anything about the Kringles. They're not advertising anywhere to me. Like I feel like I'm their demographic. I have kids. I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love the Inventors Hall of Fame. I love inventions. I love science and yeah. workshops all the keywords that i there love you go. <laughs> are all in that thing and i'm not getting any advertisements about it but i saw this freaking billboard and there it was and then i looked at it and, and tickets for kids were like it was like 25 dollars. oh my gosh for the kid. kids ticket? but wow. like the adult ticket is is less money <laughs> Which makes sense because the kids are actually like doing the mm-hmm. activities. The parents are kind of just they're supervising. But it was funny because that's normally like you know kids are normally cheaper right, to right. go to things. Yeah, that's funny. But I guess I, I guess they got it right in that instance though. <laughs> yeah, but I want to go back and look at it a little bit more because it did seem like a, a really cool like Santa's workshop. Like you're building toys. Mm-hmm. You're like, but it's engineering too. So you're like engineering the, yeah, you're the blueprints. Yeah. yeah, it's super. It was super badass. And I'd like to like I think Gus is a little bit like past that. He would do it, like, just to humor me. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so we're low on time, so let's move on to our... Oh, let's, man. Let's move on to our advanced. So my advanced, and it's kind of with this... I'm with, excited that today we're, like, talking about something that we are talking about and not just, like, 
trying to make it like sometimes we've had topics lately i'm looking at the time and i'm like oh my god it's only 25 minutes and i have absolutely nothing else to say about this well i haven't felt like that all right i have okay i have like a couple times recently (laughs) okay so i'm happy that we're like looking at the clock and like oh shit we (laughs) don't necessarily have all the time in the world 10 minutes 10 minutes i did talk excessively about the christmas prince and that commercial. No, that wasn't even that wasn't even close to excessive. If you listen to some of our some of our intros at the beginning, it was like twenty minutes ever before we got. Lady, ever since my parents' <laughs> friend said that she like started listening because it was a topic she was interested yeah, in, she and then she stopped because like, I was I talking about it. my hair for twenty five minutes. I was like, oh no, I don't want to ruin people's lives. Yeah, I mean, I want you to skip past that part. Well, I'm happy with our I'm happy with our intros lately. We still add a little personality little jazz but then, i wish you know, that we could right have recorded into, that shoulder shimmy you just yeah, did with the but personality we're, but we're right into the topic too so speaking of getting right into the topic my advice for advanced marketers is don't get right into the topic no Damn. don't fall into the trap of thinking that you know everything so the industry yeah, the, mar- I said that the, first time, the marketing industry is always evolving you can always learn new skills and don't become stagnant out of arrogance. Don't stop learning because you're like, I know everything. It's not my job to know all these things. It's someone else's job to know all these things because in the marketing industry, there's a new article out every single day about a new thing that's happening. And we've talked, talked about, we talked about it. We talked about it at the beginning and you don't even have to pay that micro of attention either. Like, just keep your eye on trends. Keep your eye on new things that are happening. Like the the girl who predicted for 2019 that long form content and video <laughs> was going to be big. I was like, she's not technically wrong. Like it probably will be big, but it already is big. But at least she knows and she's right. And, you know, she's the head of the content department at, at Chipotle. And but like, if those she... people, like some of the people, like you said, we talked about like some of the people who are at that conference and maybe they're just like sure, starting exactly. out. They're just learning and they're like, oh, long form content. Right. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, let's do it. But I think a lot of times, like, you get to that chief marketing officer role and you're just kind of interested in dollars and cents and saying what the CEO said to your team and kind of and kind of being a little hands-off, which is okay. You don't want to micromanage. But it's so much easier when your boss has had similar experiences and has similar knowledge to you, which I think you're, you found a little bit um, with your SEO director or whatever who's kind of doing the work and has done the work in the past and you think you've mentioned to me how much how much how nice it is that he's he's been in your field and and done that work because you can kind of speak to him you and the owner i mean right exactly like they all did that work to from the start and you know so you can kind of talk to them and they understand when you say something they're like okay i get what you're saying because i've been there yeah (laughs) um and i think that's that's so super important and no amount of experience is going to prepare you for the new thing that's going to happen tomorrow so i think when you're an expert just don't fall in the trap of being i'm an expert and i know everything about marketing and i'm the marketing savant so like don't question me and i don't need to listen to you and i don't need to learn anything because i'm the marketing expert because that's how you're gonna someone's gonna pass you up basically again that's when they're gonna hire somebody who's knows more who's smarter than you right and then you're gonna feel threatened and it's gonna be a whole rigmarole it's gonna be a whole rigmarole you're right right so yeah that's that's my advice to advanced so marketers don't so, stop learning right there you go that's you're fun having a good time yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> we listened to don't stop me now at least five times before we recorded this <laughs> podcast and then we get pumped up and we didn't even comment about how we sang contact at the beginning of this too which is fun but my my whole through line um, through all of this is always 
always be learning. Always be learning. <laughs> right. So <laughs> ABL. And it, <laughs> exactly. So if you're a beginner, that's obvious. You always want to learn from the experts around you. If you're intermediate, you need to seek out those opportunities, um, whether it's to learn a new skill or apply that new skill that you've learned or whether you're advanced, it's not to fall behind and get trapped in the, uh, in the thinking that you already know everything. Yeah. Trapped in rigmarole. <laughs> so yeah, that, those Is it rigmarole or just rigmarole? I thought it was just rigmarole. I think there's an rigmarole, but we'll look that up. Kyle. <laughs> He'll just look it up too. <laughs> yeah. We had some corrections. Kyle actually, like he got caught up on some back podcasts and he told us the other day that he, he gave us a couple of corrections. So yeah, I forget what they were. I tried to go back and look for them. I don't remember. And we are drinking wine again because it's the winter. Well, it's winter. It's cold. Yeah, we wanted right. some red wine. But I'm super into this Alamo Smallback. And I love buying wine that's expensive but is on sale for the most. And this was like $20 on sale for ten ninety nine. Yeah, it's consistently <laughs> been on sale. I'm mad because I got, we got it at Earth Fair. And Earth Fair, I can't use my Ibotta app. Because if I use the app, then I get another $2. Like I'm getting another $2 off. So I'm getting it for eight ninety nine. Wow. With a $2 rebate. Amazing. I know. It is amazing. I transferred that money into my Amazon account, and then I bought some Christmas gifts. Killing it. I know. I'm like a couponer. Yeah, you're clipping, you're clipping coupons uh, virtually. I am virtually. So my <laughs> advanced one, again, because I'm going like technical on here, as yep. in you have a website, blah, blah, blah. We already talked about this. No, that's, that's fine. Which is, um, look at your page speed insights mm. because that is advanced. Cause I see them and like, I can't do anything about them cause but I'm you not, can. They're actually, I paid was... for a plugin called WP rocket to make our site faster. It's by John Henshaw. It's really good. But there was a, there was actually a tool today and I looked at it and I wish I could remember what it was called. It was like a wave. It looked like a dinosaur and a wave at the same time. Maybe it was called dino wave. I might just be making that up. I actually saw it on SparkToro. Um, but you, you know, if you go to the Google PageSpeed Insights tool and you put your website in there, um, just recently there's been some crazy algorithm updates where mobile sites are just getting crushed. Trashed. Yeah. <laughs> hardcore. Which I we, went from like a 75 to like a 30. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I looked at a site today. I kid you not. Or there was a couple days ago. Their desktop was a 94 out of 100 for mm-hmm. people who aren't used to knowing what that is, <laughs> what the scale of rating is. Um, and their desktop, or their, yeah, their desktop was a 94 out of 100 and their mobile was a 29. Yeah, those discrepancies are huge. Yeah. So the thing, that article from the portent, um, the one that we initially looked at, and the guy was like, Compress each, your fucking images. <laughs> yeah, each each one had like page speed matters. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to send you awkward like spam networking emails. I know you're really busy, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, like the biggest one that I see on that thing is image compression. Yeah, and that's always a huge one. Yeah, so. For, you don't need like, print images. <laughs> no, like so there's like WP Smush is a, is a what plugin. Was the one, what was the one he suggested? That had a fun name. Uh, I don't remember. But one thing you have to worry about was as far as page speed and plugins, especially if you have a WordPress site. All the plugins, the plugins and all that JavaScript. They slow your shit down. Right. So really think about, use your plugins wisely. Um, and also like builders. I know I've talked about Divi in the past. And I'm oh, learning. slow. Super slow. The more I learn about like the, 
the builders that have the visual, like the the plugins or the themes, I'm sorry, that have the visual builders. So slow. Plug, they slow your shit down. So as much as like, I like the idea of a visual builder because if you're not a programmer, it's definitely like, it's basically the more, the more code you're adding to your website, the slower it's going to be. Yeah. So thanks for summarizing. (laughs) Thanks for man summarizing that. Okay, come on. <laughs> I was kidding. Um, that was a joke. Geez. No, but like, but just you know, go to Google PageSpeed Insights, plug your website in there, and see how fast it is, is or is not on Probably desktop and mobile. Not. And if you have a developer that you work with, show them that and say like, "Fix my fucking shit now." Yeah, fix everything that you can. If you work with an agency, be like, "What the fuck is up with my PageSpeed Insights? Why are they so shitty?" And just Google page speeds, page speed insights to find this too. Cause I don't know the exact URL. I said that. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely make your site as fast as humanly possible because that matters for search results and it matters because when people click on your site and if they have to wait more than five seconds, they're out. I wish I had actually said what I wrote down, which was, I was talking about the article and I was talking about page speed insights. And then the guy was like, Compress your fucking images, and I was like, "Can I get a hell yes?" <laughs> hell yes. That's how I felt about it, because that's like the it is. It's the the first thing that I see. Like there's like you know things like minify and words that are like you don't have any idea what they mean. Yeah, like increase service, and like server response time and stuff like that. Yeah, use caching, all those fun things. But I mean, find a developer, hire your nephews cousins barber don't hire that guy the barber (laughs) i don't know i couldn't think of anyone um but you know ask your smart friend i don't know you'll find someone yeah make your site faster make it faster especially on mobile because google is prioritizing mobile over desktop mobile mobile is the web according to google it used to be PageSpeed insights used to show your desktop first and then your mobile second and now they're showing mobile first desktop second so Mm -hmm. they're just solidifying you know kind of handing you that like hey obviously we're looking at this first because this is what we're delivering your results first on mobile so yeah fix it fix that oh yeah like olivia pope would say fix it fix it in the wise words of olivia pope all right. Well, on that note, if you're whether you're beginning, uh, beginning, you're a college student or whatever, you just got hired to a new job and you're a marketer. Is there one college student who listens to the or likes our Instagram? I don't know if she still does. We'll see. Damn it. Um, you're an intermediate marketer. You've been in the field a couple of years, or you're an advanced marketer who feels like you know exactly what you're doing. We have some advice for you. We so, do. Hopefully, you learned something today. This is drunk marketing. Um, um you're. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? I'm Connor. I'm Chelsea. <laughs> Cheers. That was a uh, Hamilton nod.